Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Hey, what was that? Relax, Gunny. It's just a rat. Look, you can see their filthy droppings all over the place. Stinks like them, too. Just our luck we drew this knot, eh? It looked bigger than a rat. More like a... Like a... Uh, like a what, Gunny? What did it look like? Like a... Mm, like a big rat, okay? Yes, well, be sure to include that in your report. I'm sure Dunbar will want to know all about your big rat. I saw what I saw. There's things down here. Things the bootlickers made. You've heard the stories. Maybe some of that magic got used to... To make a big rat? <laughs> you think the Golden Dawn had themselves a rat king? Laugh all you want. It's not natural down here. The air tastes different. Messes with your head. It's a sewer, Gunny. It's not supposed to taste good. It's supposed to taste like shit. No, no. It's something else. I had my head pushed down in this shit enough times to know what I'm talking about. This is different. It doesn't feel right. It's not natural. Yeah, all right, Gunny. Well, the quicker we do this, the quicker we can get back surface-side. Then you can tell everyone about your Rat King. How's that? Piss off, world. Don't think I don't remember when you wet your... Shh. Wait. What was that? See, I told you. Shut your hole, Gunny. Quick. Douse your lanterns. Someone's coming. They're gonna see us. There's nowhere to hide. They're gonna feed us to the rat cake. God, shut up, Gunny. We're going to have to hide in the filth and hope they take one of the other tunnels or manage not to step on us. In this, I don't know, Earlwald. Maybe just get down or I'll bop you one and leave you in the muck and tell your missus you drowned in someone else's shit. Fine, Earlwald, but you leave me missus alone. She doesn't need to hear a word about any of this. I can't see a bloody thing. I've got some of it in my mouth. I see a light. It's coming this way. Shh. Here they come. Wait, Gunny! You didn't give me a choice, mate. Now settle down. They're going the other way. 
They're taking the other tunnel. Oi. Wakey, wakey. Hello, Gunny. Must have hit your head on one of these loose bricks here. But look, whoever was coming this way is gone. There, that's better. See? All clear. I oh, know you bloody suck me. God's world. You treat me like shit you do. And I had enough of it. When we get back up surface side, we're going to have a hard talk, you and I. Uh, Gunny... You're a real bastard sometimes, you know that? You said it was a rat? Yeah, a big rat. That's not a bloody rat, Gunny. What? No, it's... You're listening to The Meridian Watch by Mitchell Lutie, performed by Scott Miller and Anna Caprara. Featuring Paul Cassell and Tim Redman. Episode 2, Fire and Ruin. You sure? There can be no mistake here, Constable. Heads will roll when I get my hands on the people responsible for this. Yes, Sarge. That's what I saw. I'm not the only one, neither. Mr. Flitwick saw them, too. Corporal Flitwick, Constable. Right, yes. Sorry, Sarge. Well, Corporal Flitwick saw them, too. He was stuffing his pipe outside when... Flitwick! I need your report, Corporal. That will be all. Thank you, Constable. Reporting for duty. Constable Riffin tells me you saw the same thing. That it was anarchists who wiped out my watch station. <sighs> yes, Sarge. That was Dunbar's crew. The Black Hand. I bet my wages on it. No need for that, Corporal. Just walk me through what you saw. I need the full picture before we start ringing necks. So I just stepped aside from the afternoon pipe when... Ah, afternoon, Constable. Mr. Flitwick. Mr. Flitwick? We have ranks for a reason, Constable. Oh, I don't mind, Sarge. Reminds me of back home where they used to... Your report, Corporal. I don't have all day. Right, yes. Anyway, I was busy stuffing me pipe. Me old Carbono. You know the one the watch gave me for... Hmm... So I was busy stuffing my pipe when I heard a commotion on Truncheon Street. There were all sorts of shouting, and then a scream too. I looked up just in time to see three lads break through the crowd, heading right toward me with one of those visum rain mine bombs, like the ones we confiscated off those so-called fishing vessels last year. I jumped to it as soon as I saw them coming, so I did. 
kicked open the station door and started calling to the other uniforms. Dragged a few of them out even. Next thing I know, they flung the bomb through the station windows and all hell breaks loose. How do you know they were anarchists? Did they say something before they bombed the watch house? No, no, nothing like that. I recognise one of them from the docks is all. Lost his mum and pap in one of the skirmishes with Elderecht, I think. Knocked him hard, poor lad. He ended up sniffing all sorts of things until Dunbar took him in. Last I saw, he was working the graph. What happened next? Well, the bomb tore right through the second floor. Knocked everyone within a dozen yards right off their feet. Before I'd even gotten back up, the fire was racing through the station. Nothing we could have done there. I'm sorry, Sarge. You're not to blame, Mr. F- Corporal Flitwick. Fire from Vizumrine bombs don't go out until they've eaten everything and everyone around them. Flesh burns just as good as Kindle when those things go off. A true bastard's weapon. Aye, Sarge. We're just lucky everyone got out in time. A burnt-out station is one thing, but it could have been far worse. But the anarchists. Riffin's been telling everyone they threw themselves in too. Aye, it was the strangest thing. They just stood there for a little while, watching the fire, like they were mesmerised by it. Then, before any of the uniforms realised what was going on, they walked right into the station. Some of the others tried to get them out, but it was no use. The flames were hot enough to burn skin from a few yards away. Those boys must have melted before they even got properly inside. Why would anybody do such a thing? It doesn't make sense. To bomb the watch house, only to fling your life away like that. What's the point? You know what anarchists are like. There's no getting any sense out of them at the best of times. And if they're on the black tar, then who knows what they're capable of. Even so, the constable is right. I've never seen the anarchists act so brazen. Not against the watch. Dunbar likes to avoid getting in my way if he can. Something is wrong here. Hmm. Sarge? Right. Mr. Flitwick, I want every officer out on patrol as of five minutes ago. We're going to wrap some knuckles and break some bones if needs be. But we're getting to the bottom of this. Show of force, that's what we need right now. And what about the station house? We're going to need a new one. Don't worry, Constable. I think I know just the place. This will do quite nicely. What do you say, Carlyle? We can fit twice as many desks in here. And the cells below just need to be cleaned out, and they're good to go. Yes, Sarge. And then when the black hand slits our throats while we sleep, we can say that we had a nice station, and at least we didn't get shanked by the golden dawn. That's the spirit, Constable. Are you sure this is a good idea, James? No, but we're doing it anyway. I won't have some anarchist scum dictate the law to me. Not on my watch. Not to my watch. Besides, don't you think it's strange that the moment we start digging around into the Fitzgeralds, someone lashes out at us? By someone, you mean Dunbar and the anarchists? I'm not so sure anymore. Arson's not his style. Aside from when he firebombed the post office. 
blew up the dockmaster's offices, and tried to blow up the new parliament. We are talking about the same Dunbar, aren't we, Sarge? Hmm. Yes. Point taken. Still, Vizemrine mind bombs? Come on, Carlisle. Those things are ensorcelled. You know what he's like about artefacts. Buy it, sell it, move along. I don't see him fooling around with gin-touch bombs. And then there's the other thing. Brutal bastard though he is, he looks after his lads. If those arsonists walked into the fire, it wasn't because of him. I'm sure of it. He is our best lead. Shouldn't we at least have a look into it? Fine. Put Mr. Flickwick and McCormick onto it. The boy can get his hands dirty. He'll learn quickly whether or not this is the job for him. Is that a good idea? He's only been... Uh-uh. It's for the best, Constable. Flitwick will keep him out of any real trouble. Now, what have you uncovered about this Mobius Fitzgerald for me? Well, it looks like Captain Garcia was telling the truth. And by her record, possibly for the first time in her life, the maiden Bologna is registered as Fitzgerald's property. And the Dockmaster's records show it's been operating under a license he procured for it some years ago. But I did a bit more digging around it too. Oh? This isn't the first time Captain Garcia and her ship have come under official scrutiny. Oh no. Garcia alone has been charged with fraud, import felonies, smuggling, unlicensed cargo, the transportation of illicit goods. Illicits? I checked. It's nothing. Fortified wines banned under the trade embargo. Not a whiff of artefacts, I'm afraid. Go on. Well, every time charges have been brought against her, they've ended up withdrawn. Nothing stuck. Not even a case of assault where, according to this, she beat the dockmaster on duty so thoroughly that they're still finding bits of his teeth lodged in the pier. That was two years ago. And those records don't happen to indicate why the charges were dropped? Afraid not, Sarge. But I'm sure you can guess. Mr Fitzgerald likes to protect his investment. Quite, sir. And that's not all. These last few years, the Fitzgeralds have been accumulating quite an impressive fleet, with one particularly interesting acquisition. Don't tell me. Radcliffe's Dawn. The smuggling vessel we found that thing on. Before you, before someone sent it and the boat to the bottom of the Ragged Sea. Now, while the boat is registered as one of Mobius's properties, it's been listed as seized by the Vissamarine Navy. The crew, too. It tried to run the blockade and got caught. At least that's what the records say. Only to miraculously appear outside our harbour with a partially mummified I-don't-even-know-what in its hold. That's quite the coincidence, wouldn't you say? Do we believe in coincidences now, Sarge? No, we do not. I think it's time we had a word with Mr Mobius Fitzgerald. Let's get him down to the station, shall we? That's easier said than done. The whole Fitzgerald estate is closed off for the Solstice Ball. They've got dignitaries from all over. Some even say Vissamrine and Alderach will have representatives there. Not to mention our own government. That means hired muscle. Maybe even state troops. I'm not sure they'll take kindly to us whizzing away one of the most powerful men on the continent for questioning. And on a hunch, no less. Besides, he's got more militia than we have badges. And they don't like the smell of coppers. 
We're just gonna have to find another way to have a talk with Mobius then. Tell me, Constable, when was the last time you went to a ball? Easy now, Harry. We want to get there in one piece, after all. Right you are. Sorry, Sarge. Been a while since I drove one of these things. How long is a while? And it's James or Mr. Dawa when we're off duty. Sorry, sir, Mr. James. If I'm honest, then this would be, I think, probably my first time behind the reins. But I'm getting the hang of it. See, I'm taking corners much better now. Harry, if you told me... Leave him, James. We'll be fine. We're nearly there anyway. If we tip this carriage, someone's going to have to explain to the captain what we were doing out in our finest dresswear with watch property and an unlicensed Harry McCormick behind the reins. And if that does ever happen, I'll be sure to be there right with you to explain the whole thing. I'm overstepping now, aren't I? This is too far, even for me. Captain Linhurst is going to have my head after he finds out. It'll be the dock patrol for me, and for everyone else involved. That means you too, Carlisle. If he finds out. You're doing what needs to be done. What anyone would do in your position. The Fitzgeralds are powerful, but even Mobius needs to play by the rules. He's up to something. They're all up to something, Carlisle. It's the what that always seems to elude us. I've heard Dunbar's lot say we've just replaced one aristocracy with another. They may be right, but I'll be damned if I let Mobius run the ringer around us with his smuggling business. What do you think his involvement with all this is? I'm not sure, but there are too many coincidences here for me to ignore. His crew and boat are captured by the Vizimrine Navy. Gods know what they did to them. You've heard the stories. Then it suddenly reappears with that thing in its hold. The moment we start asking questions, the watch house gets blown to pieces and the anarchists are at our throats. Oi! Harry, easy! Sorry, Mr. James! The only thing we know for certain is that Mobius Fitzgerald keeps popping up and that's enough for me to take a keen interest. And what happens if he is behind all of this? What do we do then? He's got wealth and powerful friends. And not just here, but Alderach and Vissamroin too. We'll get to that when we get to that. One step at a time, as they say. But for now... It would appear that our lad has gotten us here in one piece after all. Are you ready? To swim among the sharks? I didn't put this dress on for nothing. Come on. Hey, Open the bloody door! I got news you're gonna wanna hear! It's for the sergeant! Delaware will want to hear this! Oi! Open the- Yes, yes, alright, Gimlick! What do you want? It's for the sergeant's ears only, if you don't mind. Special business and all. The sort that pays well after you hear it, and this one will pay very nicely indeed. You're going to have to wait then. The sergeant's not here. Where'd he go? 
Maybe I can catch him doing the rounds. Delwar always knows the best spots to nick off for a bit of shot eye. I seen him. He's going to Solstice, but oh, mm, should not have said that. The Solstice Ball, the Fitzgeralds. Bloody hell! Why didn't you say so? That's what I came to tell him about. Mobius, the anarchists. It's not what it looks like. What are you talking about, Gimlek? Is the sergeant in danger? You better come inside. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Morbius! He's with those golden dawn nutters, mining away at the sewers. He's the one that started the whole bloody thing. All right, all right, calm down. I'm sure it's not all that. Let's get you inside and make you a cuppa. Then you can tell me all about it. You got to listen to me, Bronzy. There's going to be a hurrah tonight, and that's for sure. Well, this is certainly something. Beats the copper's ball, doesn't it? Harry, take the carriage round back and have a look around, will ya? But be careful. Snoop, but don't get caught. Understand? Uh, I think so, Mr. James. Good lad. Don't turn your nose up at the copper's ball, Carlisle. At least there you know the person beside you has your back. These people are as likely to stab it as they are to pat it, and all after kissing your arse. Point taken. Still, we can enjoy ourselves a little, can't we? No? Maybe a little, but let's not overdo it. Remember, we're here to find out what Mobius has been up to. And if anyone asks, you're a distant cousin of his former wife. Run with it. The meatheads working security won't care much after that. Not in that dress. They do look a little dumber than the usual hired guard, don't they? Look at that one. Eyes that far apart say something about breeding. Mainly that his parents shouldn't have. He's a little greyer on the gills too. Likely been up to his nostrils and black tar, like the rest of the graph. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Looks like he could squish me with his thumb though, so perhaps I'll keep my thoughts on his breeding. To myself now. James? What's wrong? You look like you've seen a ghost. Uh, oh. It's nothing. It's not nothing. You're as white as a sheet. It's only... I've seen that man before. I killed him. Ten years ago. This is Thursday Thrillers, audio with action on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow on Mutual with Friday Follies, the end of the week collection of comedy cut-ups. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or find the Friday Follies feed in your favorite podcast players. Now that's a lot of F's. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.